Hey everyone, this is Alex Kelly with Furloughed Film Talks, back here again uh, with another episode with my brother Ryan. Hey everybody. So we are having a really good day. Uh, got some news a couple hours ago that we're super excited about, so it's You're been a good day, man. I'm but it's been a busy day, and it, it started with the new trailer from uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music. Yep. Um, Bill and Ted Part 2, we, basically. We're going to preface all of this, however long this goes for, that... Neither of us saw the original. Originals? Yeah. Are there two? I don't even know if there's. I thought more there's or just two. the original. Just Bill and Ted: Excellence Adventure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Haven't seen it. Um, but you know, doesn't feel like it's the type of movie that you really need to know all that's going on. You just need to know that they're stoners and Keanu Reeves is going to talk like real slow now and for some reason they've been tasked with saving the universe which but like it's quite again i think you might need this kind of see the original because yeah like but it's not even supposed like they saved the the world they saved the world with music like specifically and so they never like they they said that they did that in the first one okay so this is gonna be the third one okay so yeah there's two before it yeah (laughs) okay so they did like they saved the world air quotes you know in the first two but then like 30 years later the earth isn't saved like life is not saved everybody's not saved like yeah so and they're apparently still working on this song that's supposed to like yeah. unite humanity or something which like one of my big problems and again talk about MacGuffin of the perf- just gonna say like we don't know what the hell is going on here but when you have it jump forward in time again and you're using a like prosthetic to show how ripped john wick is like we've got problems there's something a little odd there yeah like well uh, to be fair though to be fair fair, um john wick like wasn't really like completely jacked right you knew he was yeah they showed him with his fucking shirt off with all the tattoos on his back he's fucking jacked dude like yeah i mean he's you know he's like assassin jacked he's not like fucking you know ufc jacked or anything my point is like if he's super jacked then just like get the other guy to just look at that as jacked as he is yeah like, I guess. through whatever bullshit prosthetics you have to fucking use he like, might have like lost a bunch of weight to actually do this movie so like he's he got more he wanted to get in character so he got pudgy yeah no 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 he just you know just kind of lost some uh muscle and whatnot and... yeah <laughs> What are we talking about? <laughs> this movie looks ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it does. I don't know why we're arguing about semantics. Because we both here's why. Because we both love John Wick. Fucking love John Wick. Exactly. Yeah. So like when you see Keanu Reeves in another movie, you immediately now just like perk up. You're like, all right, like I want to get excited about this because you love him in that yeah. role. So like, it's hard to get excited. Like. It's I'm hard just, to get excited for him playing a stoner. I'm now. pretty excited for this one. Like, I'm actually less excited for the Matrix sequel because, like, <sighs> what the fuck are they gonna do? I don't get it. Yeah. I just like don't. we're like, like the the Bill and Ted movie showed like success in his comedic side through those first two movies. Like, they are both well known comedies. Yeah, and they whereas, all happened like, before the Matrix. Whereas, like, the majority of the Matrix is like reviled by fans yeah so like maybe you have more hope in bill and ted just because like everything's been gravy to this point whereas like matrix they've shit all over you in the second and third movie yeah right and it's like you know they spent 
an extensive amount of time over three movies, like fulfilling all the arcs and ending all the storylines. Like, I don't get what you do. Yeah, from here for yeah Matrix. Like, it seems like the like classic Fast and Furious like twenty five fucking problem, right? Like, hey, you shut your whole mouth. I have seven of eight of those movies downstairs. Sir. Do you? Okay. Yeah, they're only up to eight now. I thought it was way. Wait, did they just do nine? I really don't fucking know. But anyways. Um, that is not here nor there. Um, yeah, so the trailer came out. We're not, super fan, we're not super big fans, but, like, you know, it hit my Twitter at, like, 8 a.m., 9 a.m., and I was like, the fuck is this, and watched it. So, I mean. That's cool. We'll, walk it, we'll watch it. We'll check it out whenever it comes out. It's supposed to come out this summer. That's a weird thing. I keep saying it's summer 2020. And that means Even in this trailer? Yeah, it's like well because like they released a poster that said summer twenty twenty on it. Oh okay. So like that's what makes me kind of being weird. Like why? That, I mean that would have to be stuff's opening it up. So like it could but come out in first... July or August. Yeah, I guess this isn't really the first trailer for it. They had had like short clips and stills and shit yeah. on it. The president is creating a new branch in the United States military, Space Force, <laughs> which Mark will run. I don't. Mm. <laughs> but he did The Office. He was a writer on Saturday Night Live, The Simpsons, and he did Parks and Rec. So oh, okay. like, he's very much that style of comedy. He's probably done a lot of work with Steve Carell. Like, yeah, and they created it together. So, exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, it definitely doesn't live up to that. Those like monumental, you know, sitcoms that were on network television, mm-hmm. but. Are there three to four different moments each episode that legit made me laugh out loud and I thought were some of the funniest shit I'd ever heard? Yeah, like, its funniest parts are some of the funniest, like, writing I've heard on a TV show this year. Right. And, like, it has a super cool cast. Like, Mm. just, like, John Malkovich can just make any scene better, right? Like, John Malkovich brings such an air of like not superiority just like authority that yeah every time he walks in the fucking frame you're just like yeah this is gonna be a dope scene like there's no bad scenes when he's on screen yeah and like steve carell and john malkovich like really work well together they play off each other so well yeah and then you have like the third kind of character that's always with them brad which is like just kind of the scene stealer brad's hilarious brad is like the funniest character in this show when he says like he's gonna snap f tony's like neck (laughs) he's like i'll snap you like a twig like that was so funny um no brad's hilarious and i told you like halfway through we were watching it like he reminds you that guy in airplane that is up (sighs) in like the control tower like always in the background saying crazy shit. Mayday! Mayday! What's that? Oh, it's a Russian holiday. We'll have you know flowers and parades. Yeah, um, our live reading of airplane. But right. like this is like almost airplane in space. Like it's really close. So space balls. Kind of. Yeah, I guess. Um, no, like I hope we get the second season. Like there's rumors now that there's not going to be a second season. And going into the show, I, if I had heard that, I'd have been like, you're fucking crazy. Like, there's no way it doesn't get a second Yeah, season. but imagine, like, scheduling all these people. <laughs> imagine trying to get John Malkovich, Stephen Carell, that comedian dude, the Asian guy. Oh, Jimmy O. Yang? Yeah, like, there's several people in this. Like, it's yeah, actually Lisa Kudrow. very difficult to get scheduled. Literally, so. Patrick, Patrick Warburton, uh, 
Jane Lynch are both on the Security Council. The dude that plays a sec deaf is super famous. Another guy that's on it, like two of the other dudes are like well-known comedians. Right. Like, so all those fucking people would need to be brought back in. It should get a second season. Yeah, like, I, for I, sure. I think it's. I think if maybe they rein back some of the budget of it, I bet the budget was exorbitant, and I bet it could be done for a lot less. So it's like if you do that type of move on this type of show, a second season makes sense. Yeah, but Netflix doesn't care about the cost. Like at some point they do, especially uh, when it's like this type of series where they probably spent like there's ten episodes, right? I think you wait until after the election if Trump wins, you just invest all of your money in this and just go fucking ham with it. Just like it's like a prime stock, they're just like that's gonna fucking shoot up real fast. Yeah, I mean you just it's your platform to shit on the president for the next four years. Yeah, via space jokes. As we needed um, more methods to shit on yeah, the president. Like this fucking year could get any crazier. Oh, don't don't say that, man. Oh, I know. Wood. I know. Like, uh, god damn it! Like, like every time, every time we somehow kick it up a notch. Duh. It's we're, honestly impressive. We're not even point. halfway through the year yet, man. We still got a few more weeks until we're like technically halfway through the year. We still got another six plus months of this bullshit. That's nuts. That's absolutely dumb. So yeah, that's been. That's our review of 2020 absolutely dumb bullshit what would you give this is not by any means the end of our review of space force but what would you give it a max or gendo dog grade (laughs) gendo max head yeah gendo max head i like that one um i think they give it a three and a half you son of a bitch god damn it (laughs) we can can have the same rating no we can't ryan (laughs) it's we have to be different uh Three five, 3.51. You can't... Come on. <laughs> 3.51. That's going to be mine today. Right. Um, <laughs> it doesn't work. But. Yeah, it does. Um, so, I, you know, I don't know. Like, the weird part about it is there's different character interactions that work so well. And I've seen what some people have said were, like, in a normal style season, like on a network, you would have time to have feedback and you know how audiences are interpreting these relationships and then you can kind of change on the fly yeah whereas like this didn't have the ability to realize like oh people are really responding to this relationship oh people aren't really liking this relationship let's pull that back a little bit like those are the type of things that like would have served this show really well if they could have fixed it and now i think like if you go into a second season you have the ability to take all that information and kind of mold how those relationships are now shown so that the ones that have really inseared in your mind, like him and the blonde, you know, contractor lady, Jimmy O. Yang and the captain who goes up to space, like those relationships you could, could really show. And that could make the second season so much more better than what the first season was. Right. Yeah. I mean, and they have like, how did they so spoiler alert mm-hmm. for everyone um i don't think we've spoiled anything up to this point no we have but we from now on yeah yeah just okay. like watch out yeah. so stuff that they can like definitely expand on mm-hmm. the like glaringly obvious um one would be his wife why the fuck is his wife in prison yeah and like, we've we've talked about like the creators said i think it was greg daniels basically said like you know it's obvious that something fucking happened. Like we just didn't, yeah, we just like, didn't want it to be some like 
throwaway thing like we wanted this to be like this mystery thing and so it's purpose that they're gonna reveal it in a second or third fucking season and it's gonna be hilarious or it's gonna be dumb as shit like because it's so like it's the craziest thing ever like the head of one of the branches of the military's wife is incarcerated for 40 plus years for something like you don't get like you don't get 40 plus years for like you know, it has to be pretty heinous. Unless the judge was, like, trying to prove a point because of who it was. Uh, like, what if she did something in minor and, like, there's some statute where it's, like... That's an excessive point if it's, like... But know. that's the point. It's, like, it's like this was, like, a political rival and, like, the like the option was three to 40 years and the judge was, like, you were, your husband fucked me over earlier. Like, his department fucked me over. Like I doubt it. Here's the 40 years. I have a feeling she went, like full karen at a coles one day and just like i don't know i mean murked some poor lady that i mean would make sense i don't know lisa kudrow could pull off any of those yeah so um no that for sure like they've got a fucking answer at some point because if yeah. they don't like it just that's when they need the answer and then like i don't know i mean there's not a whole lot like you know what it's forgettable like that, that's like that's a pretty damning thing to say about a show but like it was good. You remembered having a good time watching it, but when you're done with it because it's a 10-episode run and you watch it in fucking four days, like, you're not going to fucking remember it in the future. Right. Like, it takes something really memorable to, like, remember past that time. Right. And with how much content that's out exactly. there right now, like, that's super hard. Yeah. You know? And, yeah, I mean, they didn't do a great job developing, like, all of the relationships. Like, you definitely had some characters like Yuri. Like I would have liked to see more of him because that shit would. That was such a weird fucking character that like, like you, it made sense the first couple episodes, and then just like the repeated jokes about how he's trying to like steal their info. It was just like, okay, yeah. everybody fucking knows. So like you, there's no payoff. Like it's always just like, oh, there's you know there's... swiper swiping swiping. Like there's the Russian. He's yeah. obviously taking our secrets. He's literally a swiper from fucking Dora the Explorer. Like, I got the reference. Everybody knows sure this fucking thing. So, yeah, yeah, they definitely need to develop that. But it's a funny ass character. That's the kind of the it's problem. funny if done well. Yeah, like, like this show has so many like side characters that they don't have the time to really dive into each character's like true backstory and relationships. Well, yeah, and then so. they keep like introducing other side characters yeah throughout the like there's a ton of them like there's a whole show like there's a whole episode where he like is on a lunar habit with three other astronauts and then somehow spoiler again dr adrian is in love with one of those so it's like take a random side character and then just like nobody's gonna fucking remember and then elevate them to like series regular status almost well two episodes later it's a main character for one episode basically yeah and then, like, you never see him again. Yeah. So it's just like, I was like, what the, f- like, why the fuck are y'all doing this? Like, focus on your strong characters. Your strong characters are Adrian and General Naird. Mm-hmm. Just focus super heavy on that relationship because it's your two strongest actors. And then, like, the and really, fucking like, gravy. the really touching relationships that you, like, would remember, right? The General Naird and his daughter uh drone there's daughter and the country duncan duncan was his name soldier, yeah yeah from alabama alabama like you know i don't there's some of these parts of these movies some parts of the show that was like ah, i don't really but that's 
you 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 miss you mixed up the words there but i think that's one of the biggest things that we can attribute to how what they did well the entire thing looks like a movie yeah the entire thing is shot like a movie so like when you watch it and because of the people that are in it you don't think oh this is a tv show like this is a movie and when you're watching it on netflix like that's the feeling that you get so like we have to give them credit for having really high production value and you yeah know. no it looked really good i mean it's a good show it's just not like it's not netflix it's not, best it's not yeah. Carell's best but it's a solid show like, it's just it, not up to the standards of what you would expect from when you hear steve carell greg daniels the office right it's and not like what you're getting it's what 10 29 minute episodes or whatever uh yeah a couple go over 30 but like i mean it's relatively it's short. basically five and a half hours yeah of you know tv to watch which yes, when you're fucking super... going through when you're going through the whole fucking run of the office i think you can spare five and a half hours to check this out yeah if you enjoy like kind so... of super cheesy slapsticky comedy with steve carell check Bro, it out like the scene where they're they launch off <laughs> laughed my ass off and then when they get into space rolling. and like it, it they find out that one of the astronauts was like a fucking arsonist and like oh yeah they found out one's an arsonist forest or something one had masturbated in front of another co-worker <laughs> but it was a female who did it to a male and what was the other um Oh, one one did blackface as a blank canvas or a, a a false negative of some sort, and then another had dressed up as Mahatma Gandhi, but he was white. Yeah, it was. So, yeah, the show's like it's. I think it's hilarious. For twenty twenty, they would have all been canceled. Hell yeah. Good. And as your best friend, I suggest we play a little game I like to call "Have You Met Ted?" No, 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 no. We're not playing "Have You Met Ted." Hi, have you met Ted? I'm gonna I'm gonna pivot Ryan. Okay. Because we forgot one major thing when we were planning this episode. What's that? We have a dumpster fire review. <laughs> this is our new thing, right? This is a new a new thing. New classification for movies. Any movie that are that so bad, legitimately you piss me off. You literally can't even give it a Jindo Max head review. Like, it's below zero. No, it's a negative Jindo Max head review. Exactly. It is. Negative infinite Jindo Max head star ratings. I whatever. don't even want to describe what this movie is. Okay. Should we just leave it vague and see if people can guess? No, give like God a three-sentence synopsis of what happens in this movie. Which is actually pretty difficult, isn't it? <laughs> I can do it in like one. Okay. I can do it almost in like seven words. Josh Radner is depressed and wants to bone Elizabeth Olsen. But ha, she's 19 and he's 35. And a virgin. And a virgin. Yeah, you got yeah. yeah, that's another one that's part of that like movie that's just like, yeah, you got to remember, not only is she just 19, but then she, like she's in her dorm. To this, like, 35-year-old fucking admissions advisor saying, I want you to take my virginity. Okay, what this movie really is is Josh Radner writing and directing himself into a movie where he gets to sleep with Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. Um... Allison Janney. Allison Janney from West Wing. You did. That's a that's a whole different issue that I have with this movie. And then the third uh, 
actress. She was in like Grey's she's Anatomy and whatnot. Stuff. Yeah, so a bunch of ABC shows, but but she's well known. She's very beautiful. Somehow Josh Radner gets all three. All three within three days. Yeah. Uh, this movie is ridiculous. This movie was painful to watch. It the was... writing in this movie was so abysmal that literally my Korean dog could have written something better. Yeah, he really okay. Could have. Like that's that's I... that's wow. Um, what was the moment you realized? Very oh, oh shit! I'm gonna hate this. <laughs> I mean, I I already knew like this is gonna be really bad. But the moment he fell into the grass mm. and, at the university quad, so there's a you bitch. There's a scene where he shows up to the university. No, no, no. You have to like back up. You have to set it up because like he's done all this admission advising. We not we didn't give a synopsis. We have to like explain like what this movie. We'll just about. give the whole movie away. Like fuck the synopsis. Okay. Okay, so give the synopsis then, and then we'll get into that. Well, this dude's professor from college is retiring, so he's getting invited to a dinner at the university in the the honor of the professor. In the course of returning to the university, he meets Elizabeth Olsen's character, who's a 19-year-old sophomore, freshman, whatever. They kind of hit it off, start dating. Uh, No, 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 don't, don't even say that. They didn't date. They were fucking pen pals. Pen pal, yeah, they turn the pen pals. He comes back. She wants to sleep with him. She, she's a virgin though, so he won't sleep with her. He ends up sleeping with another professor who is what's the actress's name? Allison Janney from The West Wing. Allison Janney, um, and Bad Education on HBO. Check that out. That's a really good movie. Yeah. Eventually, uh, he winds up going back to New York. Did you know? Ends it with other two women. Runs into a bookkeeper in New York and <laughs> supposedly hap- grows old happily ever after this lady. That's how the movie ends. Yes. But when he gets to the university, he's strolling down the quad. He's so happy to be here. And then at one point, he literally falls to the ground and rolls around and in the grass. giggling. Giggling like a schoolgirl. It was so bad. That's, I, you, I, was try, I was trying to let you steal it, and I'm happy you did because that is what I also was going to say. That moment where it was just like, yeah, bro, don't do not do that. Like, that's that's no. There was so A, many... nobody do, does that. And B, it's cringeworthy as fuck. Yeah, dude. There was so much dialogue and, like, little red flags up to that point where I was like, okay, this is really bad, but let's yeah, see. And then push. that happened. I was like, I'm done. I'm done. Oh, God. First things first. I bought this movie because I loved How I Met Your Mother, mm-hmm. and I loved Josh Radner as Ted in How I Met Your Mother. Right. I feel betrayed. <laughs> like, I'll, I mean, I'll keep the movie. There's a reason but you, you haven't got, seen him in much. I know How I Met Your Mother. I know. So, but you got my money, <laughs> and I'm gonna keep it as a reminder that you fucked me. <laughs> He didn't even get your money. You bought this at a I don't care. resale store, man. He got my money in thought. <laughs> in principle. I spent the mental money <laughs> that I was going to watch this movie, and he fucked me. He did. He fucked you. We called him out on Twitter, too. Yeah, and he didn't say nothing. Nope. I'll have him on to talk about it. It will not coward. be pleasant. <laughs> no, I won't say coward, but I will say it. Oh, my God, man. Like... The other part of this, and I think this is what kind of pisses me off a little bit more, okay. a lot more. When you have an actress like Allison Janney, 
who has worked with people like Aaron Sorkin and done shit like Bad Education on, on HBO, you don't. Oh, and she was in fucking I, Tanya as Tanya Harding's mom. Okay. So you have somebody like that who can kick ass and has won, has won an Academy Award, and then you waste her on being a cougar. What the fuck are you doing? I don't get it. A good movie, obviously. I, I, I legitimately did not understand any one point of the movie. And the other scene that absolutely has to be pulled out of the movie, put on the ground and had a giant spotlight shown on Mm -hmm. is the scene where you realize he's a little bit older than this motherfucker. And you're just like, yeah. yeah, okay, 35 minus 19, that's 16. Like, I can do that fucking math in my head. Like, yeah, yeah, okay. No, he takes a whole scene to pull out a piece of paper with a pencil, because I guess they're in Ohio, that's what they do. Sure. And he writes out three, <laughs> five, minus, minus sign, because daddy taught me, one, one nine. nine. Slowly Sorry, sorry, that. sorry, wait, wait. That's a six upside down. That's what daddy taught me. Okay. So what's that? And then he even does the, like the little th- cross through the three. Oh, he has to, to really get work at it to like get to the answer. Yeah. 16. He has to spend a two minute scene doing fucking basic math to figure out. That the best part of that scene 16? is the best part of that scene is he does the, the math for that. And then you, he takes you on this emotional roller coaster where he does multiple calculations. But eventually, oh yeah! But he eventually mm. winds up to this part where, oh well, when when I'm 81, she'll be like, yeah, that's how he justifies it. She'll be 62 or some shit like that. And then he's like, oh yeah, that's not so bad. Okay, cool. No, he let's says, do it. He says 87, then 71, and he's like. Dope. Yeah, Let's it's like, go. that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> like yeah. after he had calculated when he was nineteen, she was zero. Yeah. Or when he yeah. was sixteen, she was. That zero. wasn't the. That wasn't the drop the pen moment or pencil moment. That's the moment that like. Oh God. I just was like I. Okay. The final. There is nothing like that was the scene where it's like if nothing that happens the last twenty minutes can redeem this movie. No. Like, it is irredeemable from this point okay, on. Okay, the last sequence we'll talk about, the fucking pin letter. Oh, there's no is spoilers it... here. You don't get a spoiler warning before no. a dumpster fire review because you do not need to see this movie. Yeah, we're telling Let you. Let us be the fucking, like, sirens of this movie. Like, don't, don't Stay fucking away. do it. So there's, a, like, almost a 15 to 20-minute sequence of this movie where Elizabeth Olsen and uh josh radner Mm. voice over them writing letters to each other it is the most asinine thing that's like five to seven minutes long like it's a big part of the movie that's what i said i thought it was like 15 to 20 minutes it's like 15 to 20 seconds no dude it's like it's long and it's so awful no it's i i i fast forwarded through it I wasn't, yeah, gonna, I was wasn't gonna listen to it. How far we had to fast forward through like, the Like yeah, yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, this goes on for like another thirty seconds. No, this bitch was like another four minutes. Yeah, it was long. I was yeah, I was really shocked by that. But it is just an what else I don't know if there's anything else to say about this one. No, I think we're done. I just don't see this movie. Just tell all your friends don't see this movie. 
I, I literally looked at Alex as like, okay, we should just metaphorically take this and just burn it. it this should just not exist. No, one no it shouldn't. Oh, and that was the other thing that I was kind of like, what the butt fuckery? How did this get selected to Sundance back in 2012? I don't know. He had to a, either a had a ton of dirt on everybody in like all of the fucking film industry, or he had it somewhere in his contract that he got like one movie for doing the last season of How I Met Your Mother. I'm sure someone at ABC or somewhere helped, CBS, helped but him yeah, out. I, yeah, right, dude. No, like that's the only way. I don't get how it got to Sundance. I mean. I, I guess like when you're at that level, like it's you know you just have people. You just that, know like, the right people. It. Yeah, it's not the hardest thing in the world. All right, last thing, Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty, man. I that was a heavy ass episode. This, yeah, I I said it to you whenever the episode ended that the ending of this reminded me of the episode where, and this isn't a spoiler because it's been so many seasons ago now, but uh, Rick attempts to kill himself. But he passes out just at the last second and like the lasers goes through his head, like where his head would have been. And there's this really heavy song like this is tied with that moment for just how fucked up it is and how legitimately gloomy it makes you feel. Yeah, it was very, very heavy. It was a funny ass episode, though. It was one of the funniest I've seen. No, it's one of the funniest episodes of the entire season because you get the answer for what happened to Clone Beth. Like, is this who? Which one's the real Beth? And then you get to see these like different versions the of Beth. The bird person came back. Oh my god, I love that. They killed Tammy finally. That was nice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like the whole episode is one of the funniest fucking episodes. And then use her and as a puppet. Who is? Then they use her as a puppet. That was fucked up. Yeah. Like, you see, like, the gunshot wound through the head. That was super obvious as, like, he's doing the whole shit. The invisibility belt. Uh-huh. Um, no, they had some really fucking funny scenes. And it just ends on such a somber note, but true to what Rick and Morty is type of note. Yeah. Was this the last, like, <clears throat> episode for the season? Yes. So they, they split it up into t- two halves. This was the finale of the second, the half. second half. Right. Okay. Um, <clears throat> which, like, we didn't. I don't know if we did a review of this episode, but the first episode of like the second half was the Jesus episode. Yeah, I don't remember that one. You remember, we watched it at Garrett's house. And, oh like, yeah, yeah. All the different okay. like Jesus imagery things like, yeah, they yeah. were doing. That was one of the funniest episodes. That was one like all... on the train, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's one of the funniest episodes that they've done on Rick and Morty. So yeah, that shit was hilarious. I'm gonna be really interested to see when they come back with all this because <clears throat> it is not. I don't know if it's such a cultural phenomenon as it was like whenever the third season came out, but it's still very, very culturally relevant. And so a lot of people talk about it. Do they take as much time as they usually do? Or is it another short break before there's a fifth season? I'm sure it's going to be a lot quicker this time around. A lot quicker? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I hope it's a lot quicker. I think, you know, if you can really capitalize on how this ended and get some more pub and really make it that cultural phenomenon again then yeah. season six could fucking just roll through and dominate dude no one's canceling rick and morty like, no, no, no i'm not saying canceling rick and morty i just don't think it's as like huge as it used to be i don't know like not like there's such a there's a weird difference in my head where like it's culturally 
just murdering the scene where like everybody's announcing it and everybody's talking about the new season. There was like that two year buildup for season three. So there was so much hype. And then season four came just like a year later and there wasn't that big of a buildup. Mm-hmm. It was just a year. And then all of a sudden it was out. And the same with like this second half of episodes, like there was not a huge push anywhere, you know, advertising wise or like what we saw that there were new episodes, like they just kind of dropped and it wasn't a huge conversation. Yeah. I mean, but I'd be really surprised if like the actual ratings for it were any less than it was last year. Like it might've been talked about less because it wasn't a huge thing after like several years of a break. Yeah. But I mean, it's just, it's still as popular as it's ever been. Yeah, for and I sure. think <clears throat> I just hope they come back and do more because one, well, obviously they're doing more. They have like they have a multi-year they deal. They have like sixty episodes left, so yeah. um, maybe not do more, but bring or release more really, really soon. Yeah, I'm, within I, a year's time. Yeah, hopefully they you know they can actually get on a regular schedule like any other fucking show. That'd be really fucking nice. Yeah, yeah. that was the weirdest part about that two <clears> years <throat> in between because like everybody just expected it to be this yearly show. And then all of a sudden it's like, uh, yeah, it might be a year and a half. I guess, I mean, people can like expect that more and more now. Like, you know, Westworld and Game of Thrones and Mr. Robot yeah. have all done that now. So it's, well, just know. with like Netflix and Hulu, there's no like set time. Like there's set time for certain shows to drop, but like you don't know when a show might drop. Like, you know that it came out last August, but there's no guarantee it'll be out this August. It could come out at any time. Right. There's really a few shows like South Park, I think, you know. Yeah. It's definitely going to come back every year. You know, there's a few shows that will have a set, like, return, but... Yeah. 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 That was a good episode, bro. Okay. You excited for uh, Friday's episode, bro? Yeah, I mean, shit, like... It's a super jumbo-packed fucking episode, man. We're going to have a lot to talk about. Yeah, we are going to be talking to uh, the lead actress, Emma Norville, from Getaway... And also the director, Blaine Weaver, and uh, the producer, Chad McCornell. Uh, thank you guys for coming on the show. Uh, we have seen the movie. Yeah, we just actually we saw gonna, it tonight. We were, we were excited to give our review for it on Friday. Uh, we were excited to have you guys on as well to talk about that. And we we're then going to talk to uh, the writers of Good Boy from Hulu's new anthology, or the anthology series, Into the Dark. Uh, it's Aaron and Will Eisenberg. So super stoked to talk to those guys as well. It's yep. just going to be a huge episode on Friday. We, I guess we won't have our King of Staten Island review until Probably Monday. we'll have that on Monday, right? Yeah. Because we're going to actually got word today that yes. there's a theater in our area that is showing King of Staten Island. So I need to text Keith and tell him, like, hey, theaters here in the area are having it. You should, yeah. Theaters, like, you should check and see what, you know, if there's anything around you that's going to have it. Because, uh, yeah, we're definitely going to go over and see it actually in the theater. Yeah, this man. will be our first time to a theater in a few months, man. Um, it was... Early March, I think. It was I think the last... St. Patrick's... It was the day before St. Patrick's... No, no, no. We saw um, yeah, it was the, the, day the before... Pixar movie. It was Onward, but it was the day before St. Patrick's Day. And so that was March 16th. So it'll be April... It'll be three months. Three months. In like a week. That's yeah. nuts. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're excited to get back to a movie theater. I can't wait to see that movie, dude. And honestly, like, I, I'm not a huge fan of iPick, but for, like, the first movie back, like, splurging and having yeah, a great yeah, I mean, experience you're for just, the first one. You're fucking, like, 
trepidation is just the cost right yeah it's just the cost and like i think it's just a little bit of overkill for a movie theater but if i'm if i'm wanting to like do something really extravagant like that like the first movie back like i'm cool with it they they discounted their tickets like their tickets were only 12 bucks and like they used to be oh shit really 20 25 dollars yeah they're nuts so yeah i think we're gonna go check out king of staten island on saturday um over in good old fairview fairview so but then we're gonna uh be continuing our coverage of the dead center film festival next week so we've got a couple of exciting episodes to come but thank you guys for listening to this episode and we will talk to you next time adios amigos